0: We're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, It's Complicated.
1: Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen.
0: And I am Rob.
1: So you know how you ask your friends where you should take your first date? What on earth this text means? And if it's okay to post a certain pic on the socials, Well, that's what we call your village and we think you can't date or relate without them
0: Welcome to our village and you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you expert guests Who are filled with all the answers that will take some of the guessing out of the game
1: Make sure you subscribe and share our podcast with your friends so we can help the village grow even bigger You can find us at it's complicated podcast wherever you get your pods and don't forget to tell a friend Have you ever felt a feeling like someone's in the room with you when you're alone or like someone or something helped guide you out of a bad situation? Chances are those things were really happening, but most of us are not tuned in close enough to our sixth sense to really trust those signs. How awesome would it be if you were able to weed through all of the shitty people you're dating, if you had the abilities to see signs or hear directions from spirit guides or guardian angels? Have you guys ever felt like that? Like while with somebody that someone out there is guiding you or giving you a sign or something weird's happening around you and actually listen to the feeling? Yeah, I I
2: did. The last guy that I was dating before I met James, but uh, granted, I think it was a little easier to, I wouldn't say that I was like, my guardian angels are telling me that this is off, but it was definitely like seeing signs and then it was easier for me to make a decision because I was dating him for, although I've known him like my whole life, I was only dating him for like three months. So it didn't feel like I was making some huge decision like, like Rob who lived with the girl and then like, you know, like it wasn't, maybe that helped me, but I don't know. Maybe it didn't, but I definitely was like, this is a pattern. These are bad toxic signs. I am seeing these signs very clearly and I need to get the fuck out.
0: Wait, this is the guy you were talking about last episode. Totally that was the toxic guy.
1: Well, maybe though, your spirit angels were getting it to end quicker than you know, maybe elongating this relationship. So they were like, you know what, she's in it, but let's get her out. How are we going to? I believe in her? that.
0: Listen, I believe in that shit all the time to the yeah. point where, like, I see psychics. I've seen Chris before. You know, Chris. I've I've actually had a private reading with Chris before. You know. And I see psychics to get acknowledgement from my spirit guides and from people that crossed over that I'm on the right path, that I'm going down the right way, whether it's career and love. And I just recently had a reading where the woman was so spot on with like specific shit, like my tattoos and stuff. But she was talking to my mom who has just passed, you know? And she was like giving me specifics about like, your mom says it's going to be this girl that you meet in an international hub during the holidays and that you're going to, she's going to be Swiss and you're going to get married <gasps> pretty quickly and then you're going wait, to move to Switzerland.
2: Wait, what? Rob, and you're going to visit your sister in like Europe during the holidays?
0: Yeah. Not only am I going to, I'm going to Portugal next week and then London, which is an international hub first before I go to Dublin. So who knows? And then <gasps> she just told my sister- that she might meet some, uh, I won't get into that It's her own personal stuff, but yeah. But um, your sister
2: is like in a relationship.
0: Yeah. So I'll probably cut that part out. (laughs)
2: Um, (laughs) Oh my God. But But like, that's mind blowing when they, when you meet with the psychic and they tell you things that like, Have already happened, and then they're telling you things that that they could have possibly know, and then they're telling you things about the future. Then you're like, oh shit, because how did they know that thing? And then they're saying this other thing, like that's insane to me. And also, I hope that happens.
0: That's what I say with like specifics. I'm like, I need specifics. I need to know. Give me something so what you're telling me is true. She when she look, she said, your mom says to because I was asking her about you know I'm thinking about moving to Austin. I'm thinking about moving to London. And she, I asked her about that. I'm like, can you ask my mom? And she was like, your mom says, go with the flow, and then winked at me for some reason. And I literally just got a tattoo of a river on my arm for the sole reason of to go with the flow. That's the whole reason why- There, I'm done.
1: That's it, done. Okay, so what I always get frustrated with is when people are like, that's so hokey that you go to a psychic or why don't you trust yourself? You're looking for external validation. I'm like, well, because if I'm living my life alone and maybe not making the best choices or maybe I don't know what's coming next or maybe I need some sort of guidance, like, of course I'm going to seek out a psychic when they tell you things like that. How can you not believe it when it's shit like that? I think there's a lot of psychics out there that probably are not, legit and maybe capitalize on people like me who like are desperate to know like a crystal ball like what the hell is going to happen especially if you're doing all the things to like put yourself out there and you're making all these choices and you're thinking that like everything i'm doing is for a reason and then that reason doesn't happen you kind of throw your hands in the air and you're like all right i'll take any advice at this point someone just point me in the right direction
0: we all have free will we all have free yeah. will that's the base of it right But you're looking for somebody to say to you to validate that you're doing the right thing and you're on the right path. Jen, if somebody told you you're gonna meet Prince Charming and you trusted this person and they said they're gonna meet you're gonna meet Prince Charming in two years, you wouldn't be freaking out for the next two years. You'd just be enjoying your life and being like, Cool, I believe. And you." you
2: would and you would still be making your own decisions and listen, and and doing whatever you want and just trusting in the fact that this is gonna happen, which really, I mean, It's like if Jen comes to me like worried about having a bad date and she's like, I feel like this is never going to work. And I'm like, you can't not validate that feeling of fear. But for me, I'm like... I have faith in her. I have faith in you, Rob. Like, I'm like, these people aren't going to die alone. They're like, and and even what, let's just say you did because that's your choice. Like what, that's what you want. You don't want to be in a relationship. Fine by you, but I know you two do. So it's like, I have faith that like you guys are going to be with somebody. I'm like the faith that you need to have. Like if your friends have faith in you, like- Pull it from them because I'm not worried. I'm not like, yeah, oh, that, oh, Jen, she's never gonna, she's never gonna meet anybody. She's really ugly and she's a bad person. Like, that's not, I, you know, but it can, you can also help pull faith from a professional. If you all believe, which I think is crazy to not, that this is a real thing and a real talent that people are born with, then you can live your life, make your decisions, and draw some inspiration and some faith from hearing these things from real valid psychics like the one that we're going to have on right now, guys, okay? because
0: We also we also are three people that happen to be on the same podcast in different stages of our dating life that believe in this stuff. I believe yeah. in spirit guides. Jen believes in spirit guides. Lauren believes in spirit guides. We believe that in signs, we've talked about this before already, we believe in all that stuff and we're not giving up You know, control to anything else, but we just want there's a, there's a reason the word guide is in there, right? That they guide us to like where we're supposed to go. It's like a GPS for the other side.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I just think it's helpful. Um, Even if you don't practice or believe it could, it could be kind of a fun door to open, but If you do know what you're getting into and you do believe in it, it is a great other tool to have in your pocket. And, but then, like, it kind of makes you wonder, too. Like, if you think about it, if you dive a little deeper, like, if you're a psychic, like, how do you, like, what about being on that side of it where you're getting all this information? Like, how do you even date if you're a psychic? Like, you have all this vast insight and it's coming from like various degrees of intensity. It's like, it's hard to get to know somebody imagine like if you're there you know if you feel like you're getting information about them like do you not listen to it do you because that's what we're trying to do right we're trying to like listen to signs and listen to spirit guides and like imagine if you're you really trust that instinct because you're psychic and you know it's real and so you're sitting across the table from somebody trying to date them and you're like oh shit (laughs) I wish I didn't know that. Or I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if that's how it happens. We'll have to talk to Chris, our guest, about that. But like we said, we all really truly believe that everyone has like a capability to tap into the sixth sense and that everyone can use it in some way to help them some areas of their life. But we are so excited because we have psychic medium, Chris Medina, back on our pod. It's been a couple years, um, but we all know Chris and we all love him. And we're excited to have him help us decipher how to tap into those natural instincts in order to help us with like common relationship issues, like potentially settling in a romantic dynamic with someone or the importance of knowing yourself before committing to someone else as well as like what your future holds for love. So he's going to help guide us through that and tell us, uh, you know, some of his personal beliefs and inspirations and stories.
1: Get ready for a different kind of psychic, real, raw, and unfiltered Chris known as the Howard Stern of psychics represents a whole new brand of spiritual influencers. Known for his brutal honesty and no-nonsense approach, psychic medium Chris Medina is changing lives all over the world with his unique ability and the stigma of psychics while he's at it. There's no love and light gimmicks or generic idealizations, just insightful guidance and empowerment.
0: As a child, Chris discovered he knew very specific things about people just by looking at them. He grew up in his teens and his ability matured and he began to realize that he was different from other people. It became apparent that he was seeing more than just the physical world. He realized he had the ability to see, hear, and smell and feel different energies, as well as see into the past, present, and the future. As he matured, these abilities became stronger and more intense.
2: Chris decided to utilize his innate ability to help people discover the truth about themselves, as well as deliver any messages from the other side for those struggling with questions. He takes his readings very seriously and is 100% committed
1: to honesty. Chris has been featured on a number of major publications, podcasts, and television broadcasts. He's also the host of In Your Head with Chris Medina, and his ultimate goal is to offer no-bullshit spiritual advice that helps the masses overcome their blocks to evolve their lives and souls.
0: His knowledge as a medium is no small thing when it comes to advice and love. Welcome to the show, Chris. Yay! Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. It's been a long time, right? I know. I missed the first time. I missed the first time. Yes. So, so how long has it been since you guys have been together?
2: Oh my gosh, like a couple years, right?
3: And look how much has changed. We got babies. We're traveling all around the world. We had COVID. We got a new host on here now. I mean, so much has gone on.
1: So much. It's almost like we want to ask, did you predict this? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I just want to stop real fast and say, Lauren, congratulations on everything with the baby oh, thank you. and everything that's going on. Oh my God. Every time I look at him, he's like a little man in a little boy's body.
0: Oh, it's know. so
3: crazy. And is that his, his hair turned blonde too?
2: I know. I don't know what the hell happened there, but yes, his hair turned blonde. He has his dad's hair, which was light when he was little, but it's just like all of a sudden it turned blonde. I like woke up one morning and he like had gone to the hairstylist without telling oh, yeah. me.
3: Eminem yeah, came over and dyed his hair I for know, him. I'm like,
2: what? <laughs> Whose child is this? But yeah, so he cute. is such a joy. And yes, last time we talked, Chris, I think I was just like dating James. So it's been, yeah. I mean, things happen. Things can happen very quickly, people. Although it has exactly. been a couple of years, but yeah. things can happen very quickly.
0: Well, being on that, we need to know uh, before we start. Chris, are you single, taken, or is it complicated?
3: I am single. I am too single right now. Yeah. <laughs> what does that
1: mean too single?
3: It's it's been a it's been a long time. I've been uh, as I'm doing these readings and I'm going around, you know, helping people change their lives, I'm also changing my life as well. And I'm going to be straight up with you. I thought that I was going to be ready to start dating, but all those just like everybody else, I have those insecurity and fears that bleed into my head and you know start messing with you, You start, you know, looking at yourself and, you know, questioning the way that you look and all this other stuff. So I'm going to sit that on the back burner for just a little bit longer, but I am open to, you know, the good stuff, messing around and things like
1: that. Are you able to see when this person is going to come into your life?
3: No, not so much as I feel the energy and the shift of what that person is going to represent, like what, what what their being is going to be like, what the lessons are that they're going to possibly teach me, but no face
0: or like when the time is coming. You'll know when, like, if you run into him at a bar, or you run into wherever that person, you'll be like, okay, that's the energy I've been searching for. That's the energy that I know is coming, right?
3: Yeah. But here's the thing though. Like uh, th- with that being said, like there was a couple of ones that were potential suitors. And then here I go with the overthinking and believe it or not, like I, I told you guys this before, my past is a very uh, jaded one. And I used to be a little bit all over the place when it came to dating. And I had somebody come up to me recently and I forgot how to fl- how to flirt. I yeah. forgot all that shit. I forgot how to do it. I, I, I was nervous. I was tripping over my words. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Well,
2: it, <laughs> yeah. it, this is the thing. It's like, chris you 're you obviously are born with these abilities that are like much bigger than I guess the average bear, although I think we all on this show and maybe you do too believe that we all have the ability to tap into this sixth sense if you will, but it 's just how deeply you can go and and you clearly have like a god given talent here an ability. And people must think like, oh, dating must be so easy for you because you have all the answers. It's not that cut and dry. Like you get in your head to, even for somebody who is, guys, listen, even for somebody who is like so tapped into this shit, you still get in your head. You still get confused. You still have issues trusting your gut, I'm sure. Like that's kind of refreshing for all of us who think, oh, if we just had, if we were just psychic, we would know it's not that simple. Like you it's still like challenging, right?
3: It is, because I want to look at them, and they they have swatted me on the nose, I don't know how many times about not jumping ahead and looking too far into the future when it comes to things, but how does that work when they sit down next to you, and you start reading them, and you're like, how long is this going, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a pain in the ass, and then I get caught up in it, and then I start getting self-conscious, I'm like, are they looking at me because of X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 and it's just a big mess, so I'm just going to lay low for a little bit, yeah.
2: That's good that you're listening to that, to yourself, and going like, I think I'm ready, but maybe I'm not, because that's the other problem is that's what makes dating scary for people. You, you get into it and then you wonder if the other person on the other side is ready or not. And that can be obviously a a vulnerable situation to be in. So it's good for everyone out there dating. Like if you don't feel like you're ready, like just take yourself out for a second and spare everyone. Cause like you know,
3: and, not nice. And don't listen. Don't listen to what anybody else has to say. As far as like, you know, oh my god, you're over the age of 30 and you're still single. What about babies? What about this? What about that? Uh, you'll do it when you're ready. That's how I feel about it and, you know, that that that's what I'm doing.
1: Chelsea Handler. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, if we're not supposed to listen to everybody else, we're going to at least listen to you. What on earth do you see for the future of dating and relationships now that we've been through a pandemic? some weird energy has been in the air. Are we coming out of it on the other side? Will there be a lot of love? Like is there anything that you're sensing just with your own unique abilities?
0: Also, are there are there people that you find yourself that more people are reaching out to you for answers now because there's been so much uncertainty going around with the pandemic and everything that like more people are like, I need to figure out what the fuck's going on. So more people are reaching out on top of what, you know, Jen just said.
3: Yeah, people were like, you know, uh, how did the pandemic affect your business? I cleaned house. To yeah, be I honest you with did. you. This is not coming from like pride and ego, but everybody in their mother was reaching out. I'm talking from high and low lifestyles, you know, questioning what's going on here and what what the pandemic did was force everybody to internalize and be on their own. I mean, look, there was no social distancing. We couldn't go out. Some of us used that time wisely. Others got too much in their own head and decided to check out completely. So now as we're starting to wipe everything down and we're trying to you know, get back to some normalcy here, people are actually the ones that, and I'm not shitting on the ones that are a little bit further behind. There, there's two types of people that come into this world, the ones that just come here to learn lessons and the ones that evolve. And there's nothing, with the, nothing wrong with the ones that came here to learn lessons. They're just a little bit slower to warm. They're going to take time. And that's what I'm seeing here is the ones that are actually Actually ready to go. I'm getting all these calls asking, you know, uh, what do I do? You know, what's the first step here? The first step is get that motherfucking clarity. Mm. Because if you don't have that clarity, all you're going to do is be playing that same game on a different field each and every time. Yeah. So take that downtime to come into who you are, where you're at, what is it that you truly want in a relationship and go after it. Th- that's what I'm teaching people. And the biggest thing too, we, we talked about this, is not settling. Not allowing yourself to settle in a relationship or make, this is, this is the worst one, or make excuses for the other person's behavior or character because all that's going to do in Lauren. I, I, I vouch for me on this one too, because I, I think we're very similar in our way of thinking is that when all, all that's going to do is lead to resentment. If you're, if you're, if you're settling or you're, or you're trying to make somebody into something that they're not let go.
2: Yeah, that it's such great advice, but it's so hard to do. Cause that's where you get into the muddy waters of like, am I do, how do I know if I'm trusting this instinct and if I'm just being really judgy or if I really need to listen to this And and then making the choice is hard. Like, I keep getting this sense. I keep getting this, this like feeling. Now I have to like break up with this person. I mean, no, it's no, hard. It's, not, but, but you know what I mean. You have yeah, to make a choice, yeah. and it's scary to like
3: trust yourself in that moment. Like, you have to ask yourself if you're, if I'm being, is this, is this me being? And I'm going to use the word desperate for lack of a better word. Am I being desperate right now? Am I, am I just taking anything that comes along? Because again, and I'm not, I'm not bashing women in any way, shape, or form. But when you guys hit thirty. That does something to your guys' psyche to where you're like, I have to move my ass. And I'm like, no, you don't. You've got all these years to get your shit together and really come into who you are. Use your time wisely. And if it doesn't, you know, when we talk about intuition, if it doesn't feel right, go left. You are the best judge here. And I also, I'm just gonna. Uh, while I'm on a roll here, I want to throw your friends, people's friends, under the buses. <laughs> Good. This is a pain in the fucking ass when it comes to my readings because I have to deliver the messages that your friends don't have the heart to deliver you. True. And if you really, if they're, if you're gonna call somebody your friend, I'm not telling you to bash them and, and be so critical of them and what they're doing here, but at least be honest with them because all you're gonna do is you're gonna put a bandaid on this person's mouth, and that you know when you're not around, that bandaid's gonna fall off. And that person's going to go back to who they are. So be straight up with them, tell them, you know, be upfront. What's, what's really holding them back. If they're asking you that question that I've been getting a lot of that lately, where friends are just, yeah.
1: But I also think that when it comes to other people's opinions, I, you know, only a few minutes ago, we were saying like, don't listen to them because like, what do they know? And then everyone's on their own path too. And for me and Rob, for instance, we're single and Lauren didn't meet her guy on a dating app, but like I, I lean on dating apps because that's just the only way at this point when I work remotely and from home, I'm able to meet people because unless someone's setting me up or I'm like out in the world on the couple times that I am a week, they would have to be there at that exact moment. Maybe you know something I don't about where they are and when they're coming. But for me, I lean heavily on dating apps. There are so many people that still to this day will say to me, why are you on dating apps? Don't rely on those. That's stupid. And I'm like. No, no, you just don't understand because you've been out of the dating game for so long that that is where the people are. It's a resource. It's not the stigma it used to have. It's not like for losers and the last people to get picked for the soccer team or musical chairs. It's actually, you know, where it's the new bar. That's where you find people in some places. So I think it's hard to listen to people because if they're not on the same path and they're not, aware of your surroundings and what you're up against. I still have my mom who's like, go to temple on a Friday night. I'm like, to find what? A married guy with his three kids and his wife? What do you want me to find a temple? Because that's not where he's at. People are out
2: of touch for sure. Like it is hard to get advice coming from so many different angles, but like if they're not in your world, like someone who's been married for 10 years, like your advice is I mean, I'm sorry. You're not like in touch.
0: Yeah, but you're also you're also not psychic, Jen. So you can't be Chris, and you can't get pictures sent to you, and then you see the picture, and then get a reading off from from that energy that the, he sees. You know, you are going to get lied to a lot on apps. You're going to get people telling you they're five, you know, eleven when they're five seven. are you're going to get mm. a lot of things that are happening My that nightmare. are okay. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole other episode, <laughs> but like. But like that's she's my a height point. supremacist. Go to Temple because maybe there is some guy who just moved here from somewhere else that you have a connection with, an energy with, like a real thing with, and you can stand next to him and see how fucking tall he is. Do you know, like <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna get the same thing from apps. I think is what your friends and your mom are telling you.
3: I think the reason why Jen likes those apps is she can preview what's going on before she actually has to commit to it. Where I'm kind of like a little bit backwards. I don't know how you are, Rob and Lauren, when it comes to dating. Well, Lauren, you're out of it now. So, I mean, it's more for us. But, you know, if, whether or not you're, you're somebody that has to feel that vibe, and I'm that kind of person, I will never go on a dating app. No disrespect to the ones that do it, but I need to be able to see what you're about. You know what I'm saying? And with and with somebody like Jen, Jen is going to kind of screen them because that, I mean, I'm, this is not knocking Jen in any way, shape, Perform here, but she she does. She has to do. I don't want to. Here we go with a little bit of a reading here. She has to get herself mentally prepared before she throws herself into it. That's how she works. Is that fair?
2: Jen is very uh, coming from like someone who is like her best friend. She wants to like line it up, set it up, get ready, like make a fucking spreadsheet. Like dating apps are. It, that is probably why she keeps being drawn to them because it is very much part of her like emotional setup to like get everything
1: all the way across the board.
0: She's an algorithm waiting. I mean, she needs the algorithm.
1: I am. But by the way, I will prove you all wrong right now. I was set up in Miami. I'm currently in Miami recording this by a friend that I've known since middle school. He actually was like, Hey, I've got a single guy friend that I think you should meet. He's a nice guy. He's a normal human being. He happens to live in Florida, but he goes back and forth to LA. He's got friends out there. So why don't you just meet him when you're in town? And he connected us. We went out. I didn't like read a profile about him. We just text a little bit here and there. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be set up and I'm going to go. And we had a great time. Good for you. So I will do whatever it takes to meet somebody. Dating apps are just the easiest format for me. And to your point, Lauren, it's because I can do some sort of evaluation. I have very limited time, so I don't want to like put myself in a bar and just sit there and wait for Mister Right to show up, and I don't want to go on dates with God knows who and then hope for the best. Like, I gotta sort of map it out to be a little bit efficient.
2: How was it? Like what Chris was talking about, where like he needs to be in front of the person to feel the energy, and like so now you didn't have all this like priest. Dating stuff to know about this person. How was it in the moment? Like, did you feel some vibes? Did you try to tap into your gut? Did you try to listen to some signs or think about things after to like, really tap into that? Like, okay, how let's evaluate this date because I was in person with this guy.
1: Yeah, I did a little bit of like scanning of my body, which I think you need to do not just live in your head and check boxes, but like, how do I feel with this person? And I didn't want to crawl out of my skin and run away. I wasn't like looking at my watch being like, let's go. I stayed there for several hours past my bedtime. And So I had a great time and I was like, you know what? That is what I should feel. So let me see where this goes, even if it is a long distance and we'll see what the hell happens. But crazier things have happened. Rob's apparently meeting somebody in another country. Who the heck knows? So, and he's going to move, make it work. So I just was like, all right, tonight was a lovely night. I'm going to see what happens from here. Did you smooch?
0: Was there smooches?
1: Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's...
0: (laughs) That's a connection thing. If you're going to make a long distance thing work, you got to see. I mean, can you imagine you like go to dinner with somebody? You don't crawl out of your skin. You don't check your phone. You say, maybe this is possible. And you don't see each other for another holiday. Like you'll be back at the holidays, but like you don't see each other for a little while. And then you come back and they suck at kissing. That would be horrible. Yeah, it would. Mm-hmm. It
1: would. But that's not what this episode's about.
0: <laughs> Chris, let me ask you. Let me yes. ask you. Since we are, this is what the episode's about. The one thing that people should know about you and, and the way you work is like we said earlier, you're like, you're like a no-nonsense type of guy, right? And yeah. a lot of people go and see psychics for like, you know, and mediums and all that stuff and, and spiritual guiders for, um, you know, more of like, well, what kind of car am I going to get? You know, that, those stupid questions. But mm-hmm. you are very straightforward with, it's almost like therapy. Yeah. You almost give mm-hmm. like therapy when you're in it. Cause yeah. I remember my reading with you, it was last year. It was during the pandemic. I have, I mean, Katie Schwartz, you know, Stassi. I mean, I have so many friends that just were like, yes, 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 yes. Chris, you know? And, um, I did it and it wasn't what I expected, but I still got something out of it. You basically told yeah. me I need to get the fuck out of my own way. And mm-hmm. like, I didn't, I didn't sit there and go like, Oh, okay. Well now I know I'm going to meet somebody. I was like, or like I'm going to book this job and this job and this job. It was more of like you said something so profound to me that I bring it up in my therapy. I you said um you're like you seem like the kind of guy, Rob, that if somebody steps in front of you in line and you've been waiting for a while, you're not going to sit back and let them stay there. You're going to step up to them and tell them to get the fuck out.
3: Mm-hmm. Why
0: do you let people step in front of you with the other with the rest of your life? Why do you let people why do you put people in front of you instead of mm-hmm. taking your own power? And I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, that I see what he's saying. You weren't telling me I was going to book a job, but you were saying to book a job, I need to get out of my way.
3: I think that you're... Just to kind of tie it real faster, I didn't mean to cut you off here. I think that you're an amazing person. I think what holds you back, and before we get into the reading and all that and all that good stuff here, I think what holds you back, and I think I mentioned this in your reading here, is that you have to understand something. Rob is very perceptive of other people and the intention other people bring. And there's one thing that he posted on his Instagram that says, "I, I will match your energy. How do you want to? T- how do you want to go with this? Or what do, do you want to go with this? Or whatever." I believe that to a certain extent, but I also feel like that his own intuition is what holds him back a lot. Because he want, because he picks up on that and he gets so irritated or so fired up that he has to say stuff that I feel like, I feel like that if he can kind of like, um, lean into that and kind of tone that down or only use it when absolutely necessary instead of using it as a defense mechanism or these little walls that he erects to hide behind, not because he's afraid, but to keep him safe he'll do a lot better. So that's why when I did his reading, I don't want to tell him, oh, you're going to book all these amazing jobs here because the first thing that Rob needs is that clarity needs to come into himself. And sometimes I think that he's too strong for his own good. I'd rather have him too strong for his own good than too weak for his own good. Does that yeah. make sense? So we can actually take things away instead
0: of having to put so much pressure on top of him. And so, do you do you feel that people are coming to you now, especially with the pandemic, more as a therapist? Like, I know you're not a licensed therapist. I know you don't yeah. claim to be one. I know of yeah. all that other stuff. But like what you said to Jen and what you're saying to me right now is more of like, you know, it's more of guiding us as a person,
3: because I just don't see the need in, in telling you all this futuristic stuff or telling somebody something when they're not quite there yet. Because all they're going to do is, and I've seen this happen over and over again. Even if you give somebody that that's suffering from like low self esteem or constantly in their head, if you give them even a glimmer of hope, they're going to lean into that and think that they don't have to do any work. And that's what I. That's where I'm. All, that's where I'll purposely tell them, no, I want to manipulate your way of thinking into telling you that ain't going to happen until you fix X, Y, and Z. Because then they're going to come back and people, this, people are notorious for this. Chris, you said this person was going to come in November. It's November. Where the fuck is he? Well, what the fuck were you doing between uh, April and November? Oh, uh, well, you know, you said November, so blah, blah, blah. So you sat there and did nothing. Yeah. Let me walk you to the mirror so you can blame that person because it's
2: not <laughs> It's not how it works. You can't just like yeah. there's still like we talked about in the beginning of the top of the show like you still have your own choices and you still have freedom to like do something or take a turn on a path and that can change and affect things, right, Chris?
3: Exactly. Yeah. Like 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 if I if I went in too hard, like I did a show, Jeff Lewis's show, right? And he had his assistant on there, and he wanted me to. I always use this as an example because it's a really good one. He had his his assistant on there, and he wanted me to tell him about the boyfriend and all this horrible stuff. And right before that went down, you have to understand something. I'm a human being too. I I'm I get very emotional. If Jen was to start crying, I'd be bawling right after her that's how I am. And this kid was like nervous. He was dropping shit. He was like, when he was setting things up, he was like fumbling around. I stopped him and I was like, what's, are you nervous? You think I'm going to tell you something bad? He goes, yeah. I said, don't worry about it. So when Jeff came on, he was like, tell him X, Y, and Z. I was like, wait a minute he's not there yet. This is something where somebody can really hurt themselves or really knock themselves down like 200 pegs by something that I could say it could could be too damaging or it's just not time yet. So when people tell me, how do you know my guides tell me it's not it's not my own personal preference. It's what my guides say don't do that right now.
2: Yeah, that it's timing is everything just like dating. I mean, like, listen, you can't reveal something that you know someone's not ready to take in, especially if it's going to prevent them from growing. And your ultimate goal is to guide someone to grow and take the steps themselves and even to like help them listen to their gut and tap into that natural instinct. Do you feel like you're doing that a lot in readings? Like what comes up a lot for you when people are asking you questions about love, which I'm sure is a very popular question to Mm -hmm. ask. Like, do you find that you're giving advice over and over again that sounds similar? Like almost like, um, like three good steps to like trusting your gut like if you could summarize them would there be some things that you could say like it's often listen to this listen to that do this do that
3: yeah it's all it, it, it goes into settling or, or I get, I mean, yeah, Rob, you can vouch for this. I mean, I read Stasi. I've read Katie. I've read Lala. I read all these Vanderpump people, even the housewives. These are all girl. These are all women that watch those shows that try to mimic those lifestyles in their real life. And I have to tell them, you do realize that you're going to cut your nose to spite your face. You are not Stasi. The, the show doesn't end in 30 minutes and you guys kind of wrap this shit up. I said, this is your real life. This is, you can't treat people like that. And they try to come across being bigger than what they are because it's a defense mechanism. So we have to unpeel all those layers and get to the core of who that person is and start from there. And not a lot of people want to do that. It's just too revealing. It's scary. They just, they just want to know. I had this woman call me one time and it was like, Chris, I don't want to hear any of your astrology shit. I don't want to hear any of the psychic stuff. I just want to know when my lover's coming. And I said, I'm going to go ahead and refund you the money that you just sent me because this is not how we're going to do this. I right. said, that's why you're single.
1: That's that, there's your answer in terms of not settling because you know, again, we're all we've all expressed this a hundred times as to like why we all go to a psychic or a medium or someone that has special abilities that we do not, and it's to get answers because we're not sure we're making the right choices. So, what if to Lauren's point earlier that you know, you're seeing somebody and you're not sure if something's a sign versus your gut versus you're just afraid from past scenarios that this might be the thing that happened then and it's gonna happen again and repeating patterns. And then let's just say you're so distraught and don't know what to do and choose, you settle with the person because you're afraid to start over because you're like, well, then the next person is gonna have all these same things. So maybe I should just make this one work. How can you evaluate the situation you're in to know whether you're settling or whether you should put effort into that particular dynamic.
3: If there's any inkling of that before you get into a relationship, I would tell that person pump the brakes because all you're going to do is take your insecurities and your fears in this relationship. And it's not fair for the other person. Cause no matter what this, what this person does to you to try to, to try to smooth things out and tell you, no, I'm not the same as the other person. You're so fucked up in your head that you're going to resort back to those old feelings or the minute that he does something to kind of take the attention off of you, because either one, he's not paying attention or life hits him. That insecurity is going to pop up.
1: So instead of settling then or instead of thinking about potentially settling, the option is to then just be by yourself and figure your shit out.
0: Well, that should always be your option, right? That should always be it. Exactly.
3: And, or if you're in a relationship, what's wrong with talking to this person? But here's the thing. A lot of people want to hear what they want to hear in these relationships and don't take what the person has to say for face value. They're looking, they just don't believe them. That's your problem that's not theirs. Why Why would you want to do that? And so that's why, that's why I tell people, do the work first. Get that clarity and that insight that you need before going and making other plans because what you're going to do is keep playing that same game over and over again, just on a different field.
2: Yeah. It's like you have to have that clarity or try to get to that clarity before you go into something so that when that little voice creeps up, you don't distrust it. You're like, Okay, I'm very clear on what I'm looking for this. I'm hearing this voice and I'm go- going to take action on it because when I think when you're not clear, that's when you sort of start going, Ooh, making excuses. Yeah, but maybe I'm being judgy or maybe I'm scared. Like it, in theory, that should be, no, I'm not scared. I'm not being judgy. This is not no. what I want. He or she is not giving me what I need
3: goodbye and wa- and watch and see once you make that decision I, I i pretty much can guarantee this once you dump that person because you've realized you're settling or or you 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 realize that pattern that that uh has been leading you all along and you stop it right then and there watch how fast karma comes in with a new opportunity or a new relationship something to open your eyes because you already did the work and i know it sounds gay to say that you get these little karmic coins but that's exactly how i look at it is when you is when you beat those odds or you or you change the game here they always give you something back in return And I feel like with Jen, just really fast, Jen, I feel like you've got such amazing self control sometimes, or you're so, you're so, um, wanting to control things that you don't allow yourself the opportunity to flow as freely and naturally as you possibly can because you're the kind of person that went and and stop me, call bullshit if you need to, but that would lift the lid up as the rice is cooking. And we're telling you, let, leave it alone. You're going to let all the steam out of there. Let it, let it do what it has to do. You can be very impatient at times. And again, it's, it's definitely not your looks holding you back. I'll be straight up with that right off the, right off the bat. You're a very beautiful woman. Well,
0: thank so you. So it's just
3: a matter of time for you. I'm telling you.
0: Well, listen, when, when somebody, when you read somebody like Jen or me or Lauren or, or whoever comes to you, you know, all the housewives and you, and you give them the, um, the, the feedback of this is what you need to do before we can get to this. This is the, you need to go and fix yourself. You need to get out of this and this situation or, or don't settle or whatever it is. And then you send them on their way when they come back to you, because obviously they're going to, right. Do you can you tell if they've made that work? Can you yeah. can you tell if 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 they've changed? And you're like, okay, now we're on a step number two. Let me tell you about this, and now try to fix this, and then eventually maybe you know the fifth time they see you, they're like, okay, now you I can tell you about your your future wife or husband. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, is that yeah, how it, it- works?
3: That's exactly how it works. I'll I'll, I'll ha- have people reach out for like a second reading. You guys know that I only do at least maybe three or four readings on one person, and that's it. Then I have to cut you off, and you have to go do your thing, and we'll maybe catch up in a couple of years. But there are there are people that that reach out, and I'm telling them, oh, send your picture in or whatever. I want to see what's changed from the last time. And as soon as their picture comes up, I'm like, wait a minute and I, I go to pick up that phone to call them, I don't know what you've done, girl, but you've switched the game completely. And you you would be surprised how many, and I'm not just saying this again for points, how many women drop the phone and start screaming or jumping up and down, being like, oh my God, I was hoping you were going to recognize it, Chris. It was hard as hell to do it, but I, I, really, I really put the time and effort in, and I'm like, it shows. It's right around the corner, and I shit you not. Again, not bigging myself up. A Couple months later, relationship. Why? Because they're ready. That fear, that insecurity, all that stuff holding them
0: back is gone. You could see it in their face. Well, you don't have to say. You don't have to say that you're you're blowing yourself up. That's why you're here. We know how that's good you what, are. Exactly. <laughs> and it's really
2: it's really powerful. And and clearly you're you have a, ta- a God given talent here that's like no other. But what you just said is so powerful because you are guiding these people, but when it comes down to it, it's up to them. These women or men have gone and done the work. You could see it and you knew it was coming or they weren't ready, but they went and did it. And it's it just goes to show that anybody who is looking to get into a relationship or anything like that, and you aren't having luck and you go to a psychic because you or a guide and you want help and guidance and navigation through this journey like you do have control over your destiny these people are here to help us but like chris will tell somebody like hey you need to be clear or you need to do a b and c and then you have to do the work and guess what that's very powerful because you're in control
3: and once that person realizes that they're the one that did the work. Because a lot of these psychics, all these charlatans and frauds that come out here, they want the credit for for doing the work with these people. I don't want that credit. I want you to be happy because at the end of the day, I'm going to disconnect from you and I'm going to go do what I need to do. And you're going to have your life. I want you to own your power. This has nothing to do with me. This is all you.
0: Yeah. Don't go to Chris, people listening. If you want to get You know, to know what kind of pants to buy at the store or if, you know, you're going to, you know, anything, you know, some, like these little gimmicky things that people sometimes reach out to or go to, you know, the gypsies on the corner of La Brea and, and, you know, Santa Monica. But like, if you really want to start turning things around, you're wondering what the other side or, or like what, even what energy you're putting out that somebody can read, then this is the, this is the person for you, right? Yeah. Absolutely,
3: I'm all about evolving that person's soul. Again, how can how can you have a future if 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 you're presently stuck right now? And, and Lauren, just to kind of, th- I, I, I always use you as I don't know why, but um, let's be truthful here. Again, if you're sitting there, or you see me giving somebody a reading, and they're you know shy, they don't have the they, you know maybe they don't have the looks or the the confidence to put themselves out there, and you heard me tell this person, oh, in six months you're going to have a relationship. That guy is going to come knocking on your door. You're going to meet him at a party and blah, 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 blah. blah. You're going to look at me like, and be like, you're full of shit. Like there's no way that's going to happen. And I'm not trying to take their hope away. I'm telling them, if this is exactly what you want, let's do this right. Let's knock out all this stuff here. So when this person comes in, you're not taking that fear and insecurity and putting it in the relationship and then stopping and being like, here I am doing it again. No, it's to end the self-sabotage.
2: Because Chris, what you're saying is you could say that and you could see that thing happening, but if that person's not ready and that other person does come into their life that you're seeing, they could, it could not work out. Like It doesn't mean they could change that path.
3: Exactly. And, and, that, and that's exactly what happens. That's when the ones that come back and they tell me, well, you said, no, I, I, didn't, I never guaranteed a relationship. I told you that in November, October, or August that the energy was going to be right. There was going to be some clarity that was going to come in around that time to switch your mentality, your thinking. Oh, is that why I didn't date this guy here and blah, 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 this? Yes, but you don't want to think about it. And yeah. I'm not trying to manipulate you. You have to be present. You have to be part of your own life.
2: So, what's your advice then to having people, you know, getting clear or whatever, but also more importantly, like really getting to know yourself so that when that time comes and these things, you know, for, for you, like you see these people coming into their lives, this person can accept it and they're ready. What would you say is like, it's not that black and white, but what's like some general things you could tell our listeners to like do to, to prepare yourself for that moment, like how to really know yourself. Are there some things that come up for you? Like pay attention to this, do this.
3: I think that everybody tries to follow along. They'll read a book. They'll, they'll, they'll pick up somebody else's technique. You have to remember something. This is you. The first thing that you need to do is figure out how you work. Can I, am I that type of person that's going to be able to sit there in a quiet room and meditate for 30 minutes? I know I can't. So I meditate when I cook or when I'm driving or when I'm cleaning the house. That's my form of meditation. And also check in with yourself, how does my ability work? How am I knowing if it's my intuition? Why don't you put a couple of things out there and see if this comes back to you? And pay but you have to be paying attention to these signs. You have to be paying attention to what you're asking because a lot of times people throw it out there and they forget about it and they they don't they don't keep up with it. Again, how how do you, how do you expect to change your life around if you're just going to put minimum effort into it?
1: That makes so sense. So, if we are to ask for things, how would you suggest we phrase it? Like, how, if you're saying we should throw things out there and see if it comes back, what's an example of something? So, maybe we could all do it after we listen to this podcast. Like a little experiment. Yeah.
3: Rob, Rob is a good example. When I read Rob, I asked, I asked, okay, well, I'm going to disconnect from Rob tonight or whatever, but what is the lesson that Rob showed me in his reading? And those are the signs, that's the sign that I ask for, what what, what, what did he teach me? And a lot of what Rob goes through, the way that he internalizes things is very much the way that I, is the way that I do it sometimes. So I can kind of see, I can kind of see what was blocking him and what was blocking me at the same time. I just put it out there, show me what I missed today, or I replay those scenarios. Again, if Rob and I were hanging out or me and Jen or Lauren were all hanging out or whatever, I'd ask, "What, what in these conversations, what did I miss in these conversations? And I play those things back in my head and I look for those things. Or I ask them, show me it, show me it in a dream. But again, I'm complete. I'm, I'm again, I'm different than everybody else because these signs that I get are very, very black and white. They're very direct. Like this owl kept bugging me the other day. This black widow came into my dream, and there was it was just all this weird stuff going on. And I told my guys, I said I'd be a fucking idiot if I didn't pay attention to what you were telling me, right? And they were like, it wouldn't be wise because back to back, two days in a row, sign after sign after sign. So you've got to be willing to listen to it. If you're going to put that question out there, it's like a boomerang. That answer is going to come back to you. Are you going to be there to catch it?
2: I mean, it sounds like Chris might be getting really clear signs, but other people who maybe don't have the abilities on the level he does are still getting signs. But if you do that experiment and you test it out, then you know how that feels when you're receiving a sign and you're like validating it. And then you pay attention to when that happens, even though it might be not quite as loud as Chris. like at least then you have that comparison and then you move on from there.
1: So if you're on a date, let's say, what is an experiment you could do? Because I will say that I asked my spirit guides ahead of going on a date, like, give me a sign that this person is right for me. Otherwise give me a sign they aren't. So I put something out there very specific to what I thought my spirit guides might give me. Cause I was like told previously, you should be super specific. Like, They'll say this word or they'll say something related to this one thing that only my spirit guide and I know because whatever. It didn't happen on the date and it was actually the last date I saw this person. So I was like, all right, well, they're not my person. They never said the thing. And it actually ended up being that we went our separate ways. So I didn't know if maybe that was a sign that it wasn't meant to be because it ended up ending.
3: Your sign is that you're not being present while you're being on that date. Your mind is elsewhere instead of concentrate you're going to slap the shit out of me look at her face but her face <laughs> her face uh, you're 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 too much in your own head while you're on that date you're not allowing yourself the opportunity to see how things go and remember what i said about that self control you can't control things like that and these people that are telling you about again i'm not knocking anybody else's practice or how they get down but it's very it's very stupid for somebody to tell somebody else what their process should, should be because at the end of the day they're not they're not you and so when people go and look for something, I'm going to tell them, look for something that, 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 that resonates with you. And that's going to take time. How can somebody else tell you how to do you? And again, with this dating, Jen, with you, just, I mean, with the signs or whatever, that's a sign to me that they're not going to give you anything because you're asking for too much instead of realizing it on your own and being, and being active on that date instead of being too much in your head. And I'm not trying to shit on you or saying anything negative here, but that's one of the biggest things here is, is to pull Jen out of her head. She's got the way that you think, even though you are a Capricorn, it's very Virgo-esque. You, you, you got, you've, you're, you're very much, um, you don't like surprises. You don't like to be caught off guard when it comes to certain things. And you, you, you can very much structure, um, have too much structure planned out for yourself. And then when you, then then you're the one that beats yourself up when you don't meet those expectations that you outlined for yourself.
0: I, I agree. Just from listening to that story, it sounds like you, you're, you're, you're putting too much on other shit to even see who was in front. And then they don't say something or do something in that moment. No, that it was dinner? just, I
1: I've been told to look for like, if you're going to ask for a sign, make it specific so you know that it's clear. So it really tells you, you don't have to worry that it's a sign because I think a lot of us are not used to receiving signs. So when we're talking about, you know, how to throw it out there and see if it comes back. If you don't know what you're throwing out, how do you know to see if it came? out? Yeah, but uh,
0: would you expect? Do you ex- do, like? Do you are you that good at receiving signs? Yeah, I was just in a, gonna a say three that three hour period, you're going to get yeah. a sign from something you just asked about. No, it could be, but that's- like two weeks from now, that he could say something, or true. You know, you, you know, it could it could be two months from now. In the way Jen's guides would do that with her is to remove
3: that, that control from her. You can't plan this stuff out here. You gotta, and this is not fly off the seat of your pants or, or be so unpredictable or whatever. That would never, ever be Jen. But when it comes to your dating life, it's the same thing with me. They're not going to give me too much on that person because when I've tried to do that before, when, when I was like, oh, I'm not even going to waste any time with this guy. It's going to be two weeks or he's going to give me a scorching case of herpes. I got to move on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, this is not going to, look at Rob, but like, like, like they, they would tell me, but you're missing the lesson between that person. What is he going to show you? And Jen, what if this person would have showed you how to just be, just for an example, how to be a little bit more, not toned down, but in touch with yourself, maybe bringing a little bit of air into, into your mind or moving, kind of shifting things around here, because that's how it's going to work for you when you get involved in a relationship. This person, their, their, their job isn't to change everything about Jen. But this person is going to be so, is going to be somewhat of a teacher towards you when it when it comes to the relationship. I know you're not looking for a father figure, but you need some you need a, a real grounding type energy because your mind can be a little bit all over the place. And mm-hmm. it's not to suppress you that grounding energy. It's to it's to it's to tell you it's okay. So, would you
0: speaking of boomerangs? How do you feel about doing a little reading on the three of us? You know, one by one, and then it's something that we could take away. And then when we have you back on again. You know, we can, it'll be like a continuation type thing of where, where, you know, where we, if we evolved it all. For sure. Yeah. Let, let's do it. Lauren, want me to start with you?
2: Whoever you feel inclined to go with, you just do, go do your thing.
3: I think, and let's start with Lauren. I think, Lauren, I don't have anything negative to give you during the session at all. I think that you're kind of uh, doing what you're supposed to be doing, but I also want you to step away from, from overanalyzing or overthinking sometimes, especially when it comes to your partner because when it, uh, nothing negative towards him at all but this is somebody that um he uh, i don't i don't know how in touch he is with his emotions or how he uh, expresses that side of him but this is somebody that's got a lot going on sometimes and he's kind of reminds you of the person that when you go to ask him a question because he's got so much going on in his mind he can kind of look like 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 you're snapping him out of something does that make sense mm-hmm. And so with him here I feel I feel like the next the next ch- chapter and or phase is him coming to a better understanding of where he's at in his life. I don't feel so much of your energy or anything negative happening to you or the baby or what's to come here. I feel like, I feel like he's going to start coming into himself and kind of doing some unloading or reassessing of his life. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Is that where he's at right now mentally?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he is he does think a lot. Um and I would say that he he is in touch with his emotions, but yeah, sometimes there is a little bit of a like block there. I I, which surprises me because sometimes he can. And maybe it's confusing because he can be emotional, but maybe that doesn't mean that his emotions are clear in his mind. I don't know because I'm not that good at reading stuff sometimes but yeah that kind of makes sense so basically you're saying i need to like let him
3: yeah and and also too, he's got he's got to look at things for himself and i'm not saying that you're, you're you're going around you're cleaning up after him or anything but he needs to come to this better understanding because when it happens well because with him he's kind of used to and i'm not shitting on him at all but he's kind of used to getting getting his own way or saying certain things to kind of to kind of disregard the conversation sometimes <laughs> because he doesn't want to hear it or he he just um it's not that he gets irritated quickly. He just, he's, he's just very fast thinking. Does that make sense? Yes,
2: that does make sense. You're right. He does react that way sometimes.
3: And then your son, nothing negative with that one. That one is, I, I, I want to see what his personality is going to be like when he's able to talk and have that opinion, because this is going to be a little bit of a jokester, but also just a little bit of a, of of a serious, of, of a serious guy type of energy. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm not worried about that kid at all. Um, and I think we mentioned the last time about your your stepdaughter
2: yeah i i i have refreshed my memory. everything's good there or
3: yeah, he's keeping his boundaries with her and making sure that he's not playing he's not uh she's not playing into his guilt or his feelings
2: i mean I think he's a softie, so it's hard and 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 he's very bonded to her. they are very close, so I think like you know like any relationship when you're really in it, it's hard to. I'm like that too at times. It's hard to not make excuses or to not maybe see something that is right in front of you. But yeah, I think he, he is pretty balanced in that area.
3: Mm -hmm. yeah, your guides are telling me, again, I know it sounds weird to say, but your guides are telling me that when it comes to the work that you're putting into it or whatever, that this is going to be kind of a little bit of a, not, not a lull, but kind of like uh, uh, you just had the baby. So this is coming. Uh, Are you guys planning on having more kids?
2: Um, Yes. I am currently pregnant with,
3: no wonder. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you you need to really, uh, again, I'm not a doctor, but take that downtime, enjoy the pregnancy, go, go through that process here, especially the healing process afterward, you're going to be down for a couple of years as far as like, you know, getting adjusted to this new lifestyle and things that are coming into play. So don't worry about anything. I don't see anything negative happening with you. Jen, are, are you good, Lauren?
2: Yeah, that's thank you yeah. very much. I'm very happy
3: you're so lucky, Jen Jen, nothing negative with you too baby doll like I said I think that what ends up happening with you is that you get too much inside your own head and also too when it when it comes to um uh when it comes to dating I know I know I know it's not the end all be all for you but like I said it's not your looks holding you back I think that what ends up happening with you is that you can kind of like uh you go into this with like a business like I said that very Virgo type of mentality where it's more like a business you're 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 kind of going into this as as um not an experiment and not so much business as it as it is, not really being personal about it. Does that make sense? Your, your expectations and your, your your mind is a little bit all over the place instead of being present and being in the zone here. And I'm not gonna knock the dating apps at all because that is very much you. You wanna look at them and you, want, you wanna flip back and forth and see what they're all about. There. That's great that, that whatever works for you, works for you, but give yourself some downtime to adjust and come into who you are. Because like I said, with you, and I've been telling this to people a lot lately too, your, your progression, your evolution is literally right around the corner here. You have to let go. There is nothing else in your life when it comes to the material side, how you earn your money or work that I see being negative. Your number one downfall is relationships right now. That's the one thing that's in your way, that's in your way of, that's in your road of life right now is relationships.
2: She, it, Jen is very successful in a lot of areas of her life, but she would I think agree with you. That the relationships is her like she can't figure it out, but she can figure out everything else. Like she really it, can it,
3: Because Jen, you have to learn what it's like. And slap me if this is wrong, but you have to learn what it's like to receive love. Because what you're going to end up doing is you're going to end up getting involved in a relationship where you are going to be the nurturer and the caretaker, and that's going to get exhausting. And that you're going to build, you're going to condition this person. And I use the word condition. Uh, you're going to condition this person to think that you're made out of steel or that you don't require the attention that you're looking for.
0: I've made that fucking mistake. Would you agree that like, like Jen, if Jen just did the opposite of what she does with her professional life, and everything and just did the opposite of that in her dating life that it would probably balance itself out a little bit
3: yes i think jen's i I like jen's personality and the way that she carries stuff she always has been cracking up on instagram her posts and all this shit she's got a really good personality i want you to see what we see and not take it so seriously or take it as a, a, a experiment or a project loosen up and also too because when it comes to love i tell me if this is wrong slap the shit out of me but you need to know what it's like to receive it. You need to know what it's like to be held, not like a baby or like or or or, or you know or, or or anything stupid like that. But to feel that love, you need to know what it's like to be protected and taken care of. You're always the one doing that, and it has to be fucking exhausting.
1: Sure is. But now my question for you then: If my nature is not to do that, how would I go about doing that? Allowing myself to feel loved and you there know not
2: think of things as i think that was key just from my knowing you jen not to think of things as a project
0: mm-hmm. like
2: that you can turn into a little graph while like, you know your brain does that and i'm sure that there's positive aspects of that but how can jen not make everything so like scientific almost and like be yeah to be more present i think like and and to to receiving the love yeah
0: yeah, and Jen and Lauren and I are sitting here because it's hard when Chris is talking to receive stuff that you're like, if you can't, if you don't know you're doing it, you can't really see it, right? Mm-hmm. So, but Lauren and I are sitting here like this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> which
1: I agree with too because it's totally true. It's just I think if we're giving you know advice to our audience right now and they're maybe wired a certain way, but it's not working for them romantically, how would they do, how do the you opposite shift? Yeah, how do you shift? So yeah. being present, I think makes
3: sense. Exactly what Rob said. It was exactly what Rob said. It's not working for you right now. So what's the other alternative? To disregard that completely and go a different route. But people don't want to take the time or put the effort in because they, they, they feel like fuck I have to start all over again. But Jesus Christ, Jen, one last time, because I don't want to make you feel weird. Look at you. Do you not realize well, I know looks aren't everything, but do you not realize what you look like? <laughs> you've and you got that personality to match it too. Jesus, you 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 let go a little bit, and I, I mean, like, like I said, you don't need none of you guys, not, not neither none of you, none of you three need psychic readings at all. I didn't tell you anything that you didn't already know. What makes it psychic is that I'm not with you guys twenty four seven to pick up on all this stuff here. But you guys are easy fixes to me. It's putting that effort in that working, screwing your head on a little bit tighter, and kicking you in the ass, and telling you to go do it.
2: So like, what does Jen do to change this? Does she like practice a new hobby? Does she just- Oh, apparently I do nothing. I do the opposite. (laughs) No, maybe when you start thinking like, how do I figure this person out? Like, do you just, does she just tell herself to shut up?
3: Yeah, yeah, like, 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 yeah, exactly. Shut up. Let let, let let me see how this plays out. Let me see. Let me see how this date's going to turn in or whatever. It just with no expectations. Because let's be truthful here, Jen. You're not stupid. So whatever you're worried about is going to happen. You're not dumb. You're not one of these you know twenty one year old fresh faced kids out there getting ready to go date. You've been around the block. You you've you've gone through some shit here. You know. So what what is it about you that you don't trust yourself enough to let go here and try a different avenue or a different route? Yeah. You will be successful in it. Look at everything else that you've done. You mean to tell mm-hmm. me that you're going to come through this life and be successful in everything else? And love is the piece of shit that you're not going to get?
0: Bullshit. Yeah. Let Bullshit. go and let God. Agree. Let go yes. and let God.
1: Rob. Okay, Robin. but I still, despite the fact, want to know when he's coming.
3: <laughs> I think, uh, 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 to be honest with you, I think it's going to be right around the corner. I think that you're going to have a. I think you're going to have a couple of. Um, and uh, Lord, oh God, Rob, Lauren, back me up on this one. Um, a couple of good lessons between, for the first half of next year. So this could be dates or whatever. So again, if you need help, you need guidance, you need insight, you want me to look at that picture, hit me up. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but let's just save ourselves a time and kind of like, you know, but I think I think like I said, I'm with you, Jen, I feel like it's right around the corner. I feel like you've gone through a lot and you're putting the time and work and effort in. You're reading a lot. You're doing all the research. Now it's time to put it in motion and start and start uh, taking everything that you've learned, read, and heard and start applying it outwardly. And changing your whole stance completely.
0: Okay. And we'll help so, you do that, Jen. That's what we're here for, too. Yeah. We'll help you. So good. You. Yeah.
2: Your friend guides.
0: Yeah. And Rob, are you ready, Rob? Yeah.
3: Oh, are you good, right. Jen? Yep. Rob, with you again. Nothing negative here, but you have to. I think that when it comes to your way of thinking, that you. He could be very uh, on the defensive sometimes. So he's always kind of got like a couple of uh, really good fighting words in his back pocket that he would be able to throw in case of an emergency. (laughs) You don't need to live that way. Because let me tell you one thing, nobody... And I told you during your reading, you intimidated the shit out of me because of your presence, the way that you carry yourself. No one's going to fuck with you. And I don't, and I, think that what, I think that the next year for you is realizing your power. This is not in the form of acting or work. This is your own personal power. Because I feel like you are the only person that's going to hold yourself back. I don't see anybody coming in here and manipulating you. You would never allow that. Never. Never, never, never. When it comes to love, let's be true for this whole panel, the three of you guys, beautiful people. So it ain't your looks holding you back when it comes to love. When it comes to love too, you just don't, you you can kind of go into that being a little defensive too, because you don't want to be caught off guard either. But I feel like when it, comes to, when, it comes to your, when it comes to your work and all that stuff too, there's no reason why Rob shouldn't be winning awards. There shouldn't be any reason why Rob isn't, and again, I'm not taking away from or discrediting anything that you've done, why you're not higher than what you already are. And that's why you, you've kind of reached this point in your road of life here to where you've, if we were going to dip into the past life, I would say karmically, you're almost done with that debt that you had to pay. So the road is going to start to clear for you. Use it wisely. Because now I feel like you're going to come into, you're going to start really coming into yourself and it's okay to let go. It's really okay to kind of like, I'm not saying dumb yourself down or be, be too emotional, be vulnerable here, but you're too much in your own head and you're, you've got, a, you've got, I told you this during your reading. What I like about you is that again, maybe you don't realize this, but that creative mind and the way that you think, it's very visionary to me. When I look inside your head, you take me down almost like, like, um, like a movie or like, like little scenes that you play out inside your head. Yeah, I just don't have, and and also to really fast. Your how's your physical health been?
0: Uh, I, I mean, I just got back from Vegas two days ago, so in the last two days, it's been kind of shitty, but but recently good okay
3: Uh, make sure that you're getting enough rest and that you're really that you're really giving yourself enough downtime because again i'm not saying anything about your age or or that you're going to get sick or anything horrible is going to happen to you but in order in order to get robbed to get knocked down a couple of pegs your guides would, would attack you in a very physical way so this would be like sickness or illness or you know discomfort in the body in some way shape or form as you're starting to heal your mind mentally give yourself plenty of rest and downtime to kind of like you know get into that zone there because i feel like again next year is really going to be for both jen lauren like i said it's going to be a couple of years for you not that not not that your life is slow, but you've got all these things that are coming in. You're a brand new mom. You're having another one on the way. I mean you've got this good looking guy. I mean, you've you got a lot going on. That I th- I feel like next year is a year of like personal evolution and growth. This is not a soulful evolution so much as is it a, is it a personal growth for Jen and uh Rob next year.
0: I'm down for that. What's going on with work, Rob? A lot. You know, a lot and a lot and a little. That COVID really uh stopped things up a little bit, but you know, as soon as it started opening up again I started working again. So
3: I'm going to manipulate you really good here because I've been doing a lot of these meetings where um, you know people want to pitch me for television shows. They want me to do this whole media of things. So I've been in and out of these rooms here. The one thing that the industry is lacking right now is creativity mm. and originality. Nobody seems to have that anymore. They're biting off of other people. I, I, you wouldn't believe how many meetings that I've been in where people were like, well, what do you think about this? You get paid this amount of money and this is the best that you can do? Bullshit. Rob, we need people like you. We need people like you.
0: They, I mean, I, I complain about it all the time that it's either an uh, intellectual property or an, uh, something that's already been made that they're just remaking. It's really hard to get new ideas pitched to anybody. because,
3: Or you get these dumb shits. And again, no disrespect to the influencers because I, they consider me one now too. Well, how many numbers do you have? Mm. How many followers? You dumb motherfucker, you did realize before this came into play that you had to do your job. You had to be a real talent agent and go and scout people for talent. You couldn't yeah. recycle the same face over and over again. So, Rob, I'm going to be a little bit upfront with you. Get your shit together and get your ass out there. Yes, sir. Because yes, if anybody is yeah. going to be able to do it, and again, I, don't, I, I, wanna, I, I would love to talk to your friends. You talk a big game, but the difference is that you can, you can actually put that into work. You're not afraid to do it.
2: Rob is very, very, Rob is very creative when it comes to like a thought that he has and then it flushing it out and making it like a very original idea. I've seen it happen. We've worked together on like a production standpoint and mm-hmm. you completely have that ability. I What you're saying right now, Chris, to somebody who knows Rob is like, yes, I completely see that. He has this really creative originality and it it exists like that i think that he could be really successful with that
1: but to your point about rob getting in his own way it does seem like rob when you do sit down and like buckle up and focus on the work stuff magic comes but then there's the other stuff that gets in the way Totally. Well, listen, I, he-
0: um, I grew up way before ADD or anything was diagnosed. I grew up <laughs> before Adderall was a thing. Like, you know, I'm sure I, – I joke with my friends who are around my age. And I'm like, I'm sure there's shit that I – I have like, there's like three or four I probably would have been diagnosed with when I was Me too. Like, But
3: but the difference, Rob, with you is that because you, you've been very independent, kind of doing this thing on your own for a very long time, that you've leaned too much into the way that you feel and the way that you think about things. So Rob is very protective of his projects and things that he brings into fruition. He doesn't want anybody messing with it. And what better way for the devil to come on his shoulder to, to, to bring shitty people in or people that are going to possibly fuck with it to see how, to see how fast Rob comes undone? because rob rob, Rob will come undone, he will he will fuck you up. I'm just you
2: know. <laughs> Rob has a very obvious like boundary threshold, I think, like he takes a lot, internalizes a lot, and then you get to a point, and he's like, okay,
3: that's enough, <laughs> yeah, exactly, but i'm gonna i'm gonna say one last thing about Rob before it gets a little bit weird here. There's a look <laughs> that you give that you and again, I'm not hitting on you, even though you are a very attractive man. There's a look that you give, Rob, that I don't think that you realize sometimes, and maybe Lauren and Jen have seen this, but you give this almost look to where we forget that hard exterior sometimes because you, you, you give like this, um, it's not a boyish look. It's almost like a very, um, soft or, or vulnerable, vulnerable look or feel very, it happens very quickly. And then you start, and then when you feel it, you toughen right back up. Does you guys know what I'm talking about? I do. I
2: think I can see that. Rob is very like, he's got, he's very specific in how he wants and expects things. But I think underneath that, he is a little softer than what he comes across. Like, and I'm sure there are moments where that peeks through.
1: Well, I almost think Rob is two people. Rob is like one version. That's the external, like social go out person. And then he's also the person that's on this podcast that, start to show like being like i don't have that that's not happened to me oh wait so i lived with a girl um i was gonna propose and she broke my heart into shambles and you're <laughs> like okay so we asked like, two more questions and got to the bottom of it but he starts at a very different part you just have to like like scratch through and be like okay are we ready now to open up
0: listen i'm like anybody else i've been vulnerable before and it's fucked me bad so like you know i'm you're gonna put walls up but I am doing the, the, like, I'm so happy I've been by myself for the pandemic. I've, I've looked into myself, I've discovered what I want, what I don't want. And I'm, I'm learning to break down those things. And, you know, me 10 years ago is a lot different than me, me a year ago, Chris, when I read with you, I think it's different yeah, than it was. That for I am sure. And, um,
3: just one last thing here, like I said, with you, it's okay to let go because at the end of the day, like I said, th- this is your life. This is what you came here to do. And again, if you're going to the worst thing that you can do is have you have you be in your own way. And again, Rob, I'm just going to I'm just going to be just a little bit more direct with you too. You don't have the luxury to go kicking and screaming in this lifetime. You you know how this works. Push will come to shove. That's how it works with you and your guides throw your ass out there and they make you do certain things. So that's what's going to come into play. I'm not I I I bet you anything uh, um by 2020... uh the end of next year going into 2023 and also 2024 good times for you, Jen, the same thing for you. I, f- I feel like next year is really going to be, uh, um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be, but, it, but it's going to be what you
0: need. Mm. Well, that gives us a little segue into asking you to come back during that time and we will love figure to. it out. But Chris, Thank you for so much for coming back again. Just now remind everyone where they can find you on the socials and on your website and everything like and that.
2: And how they can like, get your services and reach out to you and, and help get some guidance and, and just like what you did for us.
0: Yeah, for
3: sure. Um, you can book a reading. It's a half hour session or an hour long session on my website. It's chrismedina.guide. If you want to take a look at me, see what I'm all about, look at my social media. It's not very many pictures of me, because so I don't like to take pictures, but it's at Psychic Chris M. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and listen to my podcast, In Your Head with Chris Medina.
2: And you guys, just, you know what? I mean, like we said, not everyone is psychic like Chris, but he even has his moments of questions and how clear things are. So don't get in your own way. You just need to remember to like, I love your advice, Chris, about making an experiment and testing how you how your intuition speaks to you try it out ask some questions don't forget to look for the signs then you know how this feels and how it's coming to you and you can apply it to your life and then listen tap, you know tap into the resource of Chris and help get some guidance from someone who like really is intuitive intuitive and really into this and it's like a great a great
1: tool to add to your arsenal, right? I mean, it's all yeah. Wrong. It's
3: all about mastering yourself. That's
1: it. That's right. Well, that's well right. everybody, I'm no psychic, but I bet you will keep tuning in to "It's Complicated," where we'll continue to talk more dating and relationshipy stuff. And while you're there, please subscribe, rate, comment, and obviously share the show with a friend. And if you want to join the class of master daters and or psychics, don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show. And you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meds. You can find me at Jennifer Golden on all the social medias
0: And you can find me at Forever's Evers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S, E-V-O-R-S on Instagram. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. It's complicated.